Agents Podcast. This episode is brought to you by Street Text, where you can run Facebook ads that actually work. They're ready to go Facebook ads that include landing pages, text message assistance through AI, drip emails, capture forms, and best practices. Join Street Text at streettext.com. Welcome back, Lab Code Nation, for another episode of the Lab Code Agents Podcast. And today I get to bring back some good friends. We've gotten to know each other 100% through the pod- podcasting. Uh, I've been on yep. their podcast, they've been on our podcast, and they're back again. It's like an annual thing. And uh, I'm looking uh-huh. forward today because they are the wizards, the experts, the savants of branding. And I know there's a lot of, you know, self-proclaimed experts on this, but these guys are the real deal. And today we're specifically, uh, we're actually titling this podcast. I'm actually going to help my editors out here. The six ways most agents are doing personal branding all wrong. Let me say that again. You're doing it all wrong, most likely. So you should pay attention Welcome to the show, Tanya Eberhardt, Michael Carr of Brandface. I'll let you guys do a little intro, but welcome back. Hey, man. Thank you for having us. You, you know, bet. You bet. It's we, nice to have this annual reunion. It is. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Well, thankfully for uh, social media, we get to kind of stay somewhat in touch, right? Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, this is fun. So I'll let you guys, you know, for anybody who hasn't listened to any of the past episodes, why don't you guys give yourselves a quick little intro and then uh, let's jump right in. All right. Okay. All right. Hey, I'll tackle that first. I'm Tanya Eberhardt. I'm the founder of Brandface and my journey began many years ago. We won't put a number to that right now, but I was selling vacuum cleaners door to door, making my way through college. And I did that for three years until I was discovered by somebody in radio. That was where I got my first taste of personal branding was kind of presenting myself because you can't just, you know, like on the, I love Lucy. So show open the bat, open the door and throw a bag of dirt on the floor. It does not work like that. You had to kind of come up with a story. Hey, are you going to let this poor college kid in or not? So when I went into radio, that's where I really noticed personal branding and how it can make such a huge impact on your business. And so I dragged my poor clients into the studio one by one, teaching them how to cut their own commercials, be the own voice of their uh, business. And then later I got into other forms of media, television, newspaper. You know, this was even before the internet. That's why we're not talking about numbers. (laughs) here. And and I I just learned how to help people become the face of their business because people don't do business with a logo. People, they do business with a person. And that's my intro. (laughs) I I can top that. Top that. I can't. I can't because the secret of my success is her. So I hired her. I was I've been a a real estate auctioneer since 1991. Back in the late mortgage debacle, got a lot of work out of that. Ended up licensed in 30 states. I've sold over 78,000 residential transactions in my career. But when uh, auctioneers always working themselves out of a job, I knew that. And so when I came back to my hometown north of Atlanta in the suburbs, I had to have something to do. I needed something to do to keep myself busy. This uh, lady, I bought a piece of property. The other agent convinced me to open a brokerage in this town. And then she convinced me to hire her niece, 
which is Tanya, because uh, she owned a full service marketing company at the time out of Columbus, Ohio. Um, I did that and uh, I, I didn't know she was talking to me at the time about the very principles we're going to discuss with your crowd today. And she put those things into work. I did what she told me to do and the brokerage, uh, arm's length brokerage that we have now has grown and grown and grown. Underneath that tutelage, we've we started off with one agent beside myself about six years ago. We've got three locations now around surrounding Atlanta. We've got 22 agents that cover three quarters of the loop around Atlanta. So uh, we're selling more business now than we in a month than we used to sell in a year. So and it's all about these branding principles that we're going to discuss here today and how we continue to do them every day and they continue to work. I love it. I love it. And uh, anybody who knows me knows that, uh, you know, video and social media have had a massive impact on my business. And if you are uh, one of those listeners right now who uh, just has aspirations of growing your business, I don't care if you're a broker owner or you're a team leader or you're just an individual agent wanting to grow your business. Just you hear what Michael just said, and and it was a, it was a result of what he was doing with Tanya, and so t tell our audience a little bit about how you guys have now kind of come together and and why you are on here together because you know the way you just described it, Tanya had the business, Michael was a client, but things have evolved. Tell us a little bit more about them. Yeah, yeah, yeah you got it. I'll I'll tackle that at least part of that. Take off. So when i saw that things were headed in an incredible direction with michael i he didn't know it at the time but i was actually writing the first brand facebook in the series and i was putting those principles to work and watching that and you know about a year into us working together i realized holy cow you know this is working really really well in this genre now i had already worked in other genres and helping people with personal branding but this was my first foray into real estate and real estate is just a natural fit for personal branding because a lot of you already have your photo on your yard signs or on your business cards and you're doing things in the personal branding world at least picking at it right as we'll talk about today so when I noticed how well that was going, I invited him to become a co-author in the second book of the series, and that was Brand Face for Real Estate Professionals, where he would lend his own experience going through the Brand Face program. And by that time, the first book was out, and so he knew, hey, you tricked me, you pulled me in, and you used <laughs> these principles. And I said, yes, but it worked. What do you got to complain about? So anyway, I invited him to do to uh, to uh, be a co-author, and then not long after that, I said, hey, uh, do me one better, become a partner in the company, and thank heavens, you know, he chose to do that because we've been in lockstep ever since, and we just have a lot of passion and energy for what we do. We do that, and I and you know, I got to add on the tails of it. What I love most about it, from my side of it, is we're dealing with real estate agents. I deal with real estate agents on a personal level, my own brokerage, but we have. Uh, the blessing of being able to deal with them in 41 other states and four other countries. And so it's all the same. If you're in the real estate genre of business, mortgage, like you said earlier, mortgage, brokers, team leaders, it doesn't matter. Personal branding is the key. It's very important. But most people don't fully understand how to do it correctly. Agreed. Agreed. And, and, and honestly, it actually applies to any sales professional. I don't care. Maybe, maybe you stumbled sure on this podcast and you're an insurance broker, or, you know, you're, you're a financial planner or you're selling vacuums. I mean, this applies yeah. to you. And so I love it. I love it. So, you know, this is obviously a, a, a topic that's very near and dear to my heart and, and uh, it's worked very well for me. I teach similar principles in a different way. Uh, so, you know, 
when we say you're doing it all wrong, I'll say it because I know my audience and my audience knows me and they know that I'm going to call a spade a spade. Most of you listening either A, don't have a brand identity or you haven't really, you, you don't have a good one. Uh, you're not doing much with it, or you're probably even maybe representing it in, in a boring and maybe even a, in, a, in a poor way. And so, again, don't take that personally. I'm not attacking you. I want to help you. I want to help you grow your business using this so you don't have to sit there and all for the rest of your career, call on expireds and door knock mm -hmm. and, and prospect and do all of the things that you probably don't love doing you want to attract business and that's what your brand does for you. So where do you guys want to kick this thing off? The You want to just get right into the six ways uh, that you guys identify that a, agents are doing it all wrong. Sure. Yeah. Yep. Let's go. Okay. Number one, they forget to inject the personal into their personal brand. I know that sounds like, oh, okay, yeah, for sure, right? But you'd be surprised, you wouldn't, Jeff, but a lot of people would be surprised at how many people actually don't do that. Right. They they might, they think putting their photo up is enough personal, but that's not enough personal for people, especially in the age that we live in now. People don't do business with a logo, they do business with a person. It's on, in our book, Tanya penned it originally. It's so true and it doesn't matter how big the company is, it's still gonna boil down to relationships you know they the, named the biggest company on earth it's still based upon relationships everybody has relationships with a person that is their counterpart on the other side of the table and we need to allow ourselves the personality that that explains how we got to where we are people want to know the person behind the business for instance tanya is writing her dad's memoir right now and people are genuinely interested in his story. And by sharing how she's working on his story, it makes them think of their own story because all of us have one. We all have a background and the things that helped develop us into the past in life that we've taken, which have led us to real estate or to, like you said, any other genre of business that you're a salesperson or a service oriented person. And but most of the time, what we do is we just put our stats up right? Or we put our accolades up, but everybody can do that. Uh, it doesn't say, why did they want to do business with Michael? Why do they want to do business with Tanya? Why do they want to do business with Jeff? What is it is about Jeff's story that is attractive to me? People don't put enough personality into it. Yeah, they don't. And you, uh, and you don't have to look any further than the other gentleman on your screen today, because he does a great job with that mm -hmm. from sharing, you know, some of his escapades at the Ozarks, right? Uh, he was a leader in t on TikTok, has taught many an agent how to express their personal brand and, and their story through TikTok and other social platforms. And then, you know, one of our real estate clients in the um, Westchester, New York area, his name's Bobby Gellert. Um, he's actually sold billions of dollars in real estate. Mm -hmm. And uh, and he's this big old burly guy. I mean, he's just he's just the coolest guy ever. You'd never know unless you read his story and watched how his brand unfolds that he also has done, I want to say, probably over 1,500 consecutive days. No, it's well of, over like 2,000. Is it, it 2,000 now? Mm -hmm. Of mindful meditation. 
every morning this guy gets up at like 5 30 and he does mindful meditation he even coined a one minute breath which he teaches people to do but people remember that because it's unexpected it's unique and honestly how it relates back to him and how he does business it portrays the fact that he can stay calm under pressure when it comes to business so he's got it together and he's just a, a quality human being and that's just another way to inject the personal into into the business I love that. I've got a, I've got a few questions on this topic because this is you guys know this about me that I'm most passionate about this one topic of all. Yeah. Um, first, what and I don't care who's saying who answers this. Uh, give me give. So that was one example. Thank you for doing that. Uh, what's Michael's example? W what was his personal? What did you do? I'm curious. Yeah, okay. it's, it, it, I know. I love it. Um, so originally, because of the success that I had obtained being a real estate auctioneer, we used that story. And so that was my story. I started off a uh, car. My dad was a car dealer. Uh, we, we shot a video about how I came to the first auction with him. And this guy drives up in an Eldorado Cadillac with a carriage roof and uh, gets out with a trench coat, and Rolex presidential and diamond bracelets and watch. I'm like, Dad, what is this guy doing? He's like, he's the auctioneer. I'm like, that's what I want to do. Right. And so it, it led me even as seven a young years child, old. I was seven at the time. <laughs> now we do, we all do this, right. You know, probably wanted to be a fireman at some point too, but they, but you know, you go through this time and you forget about it. And then I get into high school and I'm looking around what I'm going to do for my career. And it comes back to me. This is what I've always wanted to do. And I actually had a chance to be an electrical engineer in the company that was going to pay for my college. I didn't come from rich parents and I was going to figure out how to get that paid. And this company offered to put me through school if I would work for them for the same number of years. But I didn't want to be an engineer. I wanted to be an auctioneer. And my mom cried. She was like, you're not, how are you going to eat? You're going to starve to death. And so, but I had made a decision. I didn't care if I starved to death. I was going to do what I wanted to do. And we infused that story into it as a sort of a leap of faith, if you will. And then how that ended up turning to be having a, an office in Irvine, California, Seattle, Washington, Atlanta, Georgia, 30 different professional licenses in 30 different states, uh, selling at that time over 65,000 residential transactions, uh, sold $122 million worth of residential real estate in one day in the Los Angeles Convention Center. It was, it, 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 so we used and infused all of that, why that was important to people now that times had changed. And now that we were back to a, some kind of baseline that we could start real estate over again in the United States and, and make that the perfect investment worldwide that it really is and restore that confidence that people had in buying and selling their own real estate that had been decimated forever. And, uh, and then we yeah. use that experience level and my passion for what we did as the story of why people would want to do business with us. And I can't tell you the number of calls of people that say, I looked you up online. I just want to do business with y'all. I feel like I need to do business with y'all. You guys are exactly what I was looking for. I trust y'all to take care of our investments. I trust y'all to take care of my home. And, like, and, it's, and now that we've got 22 agents, it's still the same story. We're still getting that phone call because we're sharing exactly. And now my story gets to evolve a little bit and I can be the abundant life broker that helps these agents do the same thing to people. So that's, uh, that's the personal and my personal. I love it. And so... Uh, that leads to my next question that somebody's probably thinking right now. And I hear this all the time is, but, but Michael and, and, and Tanya, I'm boring. I don't have anything Here interesting. Like being an auctioneer, that's exciting. That's cool. Like, but I'm pretty boring. I, I, 
I got nothing. What do you say to that? All the time I hear it. All the time. And I tell them, absolutely not. You are unequivocally wrong. <laughs> you are not you are not the boring person that you think you are. And that's because every single time I think this is really where God's given us a gift, Jeff, to be honest with you, is we 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 have the ability to look at each person and see that star inside of them. And what they might have even thought was something a, a negative it's like no that's not a negative don't you see what this has done for you and uh, i can tell you this that when we unveil their brand messaging on a web uh, uh, like when i do it one-to-one -one with a lot of these people i like to do that myself instead of our team members i'll get on there with them on the uh, video chat with them and read their bio read their brand messaging read their story to them almost every time 98 percent of the time there are tears on that phone call mm -hmm. it's a very emotional oh, you hear thing. things like that's me and we're like well you gave us the information yeah. <laughs> so, it's an emotional thing they don't see it in themselves mm -hmm. we, we yeah, don't it's not it. instinctive for us to do that you know most of us are raised in humility in a certain amount of humility sure. right our parents teach us you know it's not about you you got brothers and sisters there's other people in the world consider other people uh you know and so we have this thought process that if i start to tell my story then i'm trying to illuminate me but that's not what it's about it's illuminating how you can help your people your clients and why that is important to them why your story is important to them and we tell people you can't read our clients you cannot read the job the label when you're inside the job you need somebody outside of you saying, wait, this is what makes this person an incredible person. I love that. I love that. And I'll give you another example too. I've got a, um, and I do this all the time and I've got a very big team. And so I'm always pushing my team to do the same thing. Like, you know, be authentic. I've got a gal in uh, actually uh, Bowden, Georgia. So just, you know, like an hour West of, of Atlanta and she would call herself very boring, but she's got a niche of a, a personal niche, which is growing tomatoes. And she grows like, hundreds of types of tomatoes. I didn't even know this existed. Right. But she has a field and she's got land and she does this and she's got a tractor. And I'm like, like, this is a process, right? She's like, Oh yeah, it goes over the course of months. I'm like, right. And then you prepare for it in the off season. Right. And I'm like, you have a story every single year. And, and, yeah. and then she takes these and she goes to real estate offices and she does BLT days. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, all you have to do is turn the camera on more often, share. I said, you'll be surprised. That might sound boring. And that is boring to me, but yet I'm fascinated by it. I'll watch because yep. it's like, that's pretty cool. And I said, you'd be surprised how many people will be enamored by you as the tomato lady and they will be sucked into your personal brand, which will result in them remembering you when it comes time to take out a mortgage. And yep. uh, sure enough, she's getting just ridiculous kind of engagement. And I, I, I love to tell her, I told you so. I told yeah. you so, that's right. Yeah. We love to do that too. It's beautiful. We have an agent who, uh, her brand identifier is empowerment agent, and she's actually a cancer survivor. Uh, we have quite a few of those in the program, as a matter of fact, and that's part of their story. And they have learned to embrace that because there are so many people who identify with that and, you know, feel what they feel. They either they've been through it themselves or know someone who's gone through that, but uh, she loves to bake. And so she hands out empowerment pies. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, so that's just kind of pulling the, you know, the personal sides into to the brand. Yeah. I love it. I love it. In other words, like there's literally not one human being on this planet that we could not identify multiple 
you know, uh, I guess identifiers of what your brand really is. And you don't realize that you're living it. Even if somebody said to me, it's like, well, I just sit on the couch all day and watch Netflix. Great. There's your identifier. There's, your identifier. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot <laughs> of people that can relate to that. Yeah, a lot of people that can relate to it. <laughs> Absolutely. I love it. I love it. Well, I, I mean, we could talk about this number one all day and then we'd have to I do like a series. So let's move on to number two and uh, let's see where that takes us. Okay. They push their profession instead of their purpose. Okay. And that's different from number one. You know, most agents think branding is just about making sure that everybody knows you're in real estate. So you've got a logo, you've got a photo, you might have a tagline. That's it. That's a brand, right? Nope, it's not. <laughs> and, and just because people know you're in real estate, that's not, a, that's not even close to enough. There are 2 million of you guys, mm -hmm. 2 million and hundreds, even thousands of them in your individual market. We like to say great branding isn't about being known for your profession. It's about being known for being different in your profession. So differentiation is what we're seeking here. And that's where your purpose can come in. Exactly. And for instance, I'll give you an example uh, because she's near and dear to me. Uh, Sydney Peck is our American dream agent, one of our American dream agents. She's a very patriotic military spouse, works primarily with both military and pers military personnel and people who are pursuing the American dream of owning their first home. Both are undeniably American and being a part of her purpose. What makes her very interesting is she came to my firm from the high school down the street and wanted to be an intern and asked me if uh, she could. I thought she was just trying to skip school and, uh, <laughs> you know, in the work program or whatever. But I told her, yeah, if you think I got something to teach, you can come on. And she's been with me for five years now. So uh, she also is an example of what you were just talking about in the first, uh, the first thing about the personality. She had no experience in real estate when she started, but she infuses that brand in everything she does. And there's literal case after case after case after case of people that go and look at her reviews, look at her. Uh, page on our website and pick her solely because of her purpose and and that purpose being the, the ownership of a home of the American dream and uh, you put that out there very clearly and you start to attract the very people that are looking for that same dream I love it and actually if, we, if I can stop right there and just say we haven't even made it to six we've got four more to go and now you've got two pieces of homework everybody listening a write your story and and if you need help like you, you you've come to the right place uh, and number two, then find your purpose and, uh, and, and don't, it, it can't be, you know, because I want to make a lot of money and not work a lot of hours, find a purpose. You all have one. You're all in the industry for one reason or another. And I'm um, and maybe making money and, and, and flexibility is one of them, but there's something deeper than that. And so find your purpose. I love it. I love it. So do you have anything more to add about that or we'll move on to three? Let's go to three. Let's Good. go. All right. They settle for the three amigos of marketing. Mm -hmm. And that goes back to what I just said a minute ago. They think if they have a photo, a logo, and a clever tagline, their branding is complete. Those folks are branding elements, but they do not constitute a full brand. Right. They, they, you have to ask yourself, do the three things alone tell your story? And there's no way. Uh, it's impossible. Uh, we come up with brand identifiers for a living. 
And I can tell you in the eight years I've been doing it with Tanya and the many, many years that we're not going to mention that she's been doing it. They, <laughs> oh, you, you can't so. come up with one that's just going to, that's going to encompass everything. It would be like, you know, if you could do that on a book, the book would be like four pages. It'd be the cover, the inner cover, the, the back cover, and then the, and the, the second to last, whatever you call the back. Outside. Back, the outside cover. Thank you. <laughs> I knew it was good. So anyway, you know, right. You got the book is the story. You got to have the story in there so your marketing cannot stop with your photo or with a catchy tagline or worse not a catchy tagline because people just see it as the tagline they need to know why you why does it matter to them and your story is exactly what's going to get that to you developing that out love it repeat those three amigos again the photo what else was it logo and a tagline and so first of all if you're thinking to yourself oh crap i don't even have those you got some work to do uh but that that's why you're listening today but for those of you for those that do they're like yeah yeah i got all that so oh okay i i want to add to that jeff you you like you led me right down that path (laughs) that was the idea okay does does it answer does your brand those three things answer these five questions what sets you apart, who you serve, how you serve them, what qualifies you to serve them, and how it makes their life better. If it doesn't answer those five questions, you don't have a brand. Right. That is, uh, your total package has got to answer those five at every turn. We use a 77 different criteria when we're coming up with a brand because it is the development of that full brand that matters. It's not just the thing that gets people to stop for a second on a, on a, you know, a social media scroll or something. It's so much more than that. They, people are smart and they want to know the meat behind it. They want to know that it's not just something that's just, you know, something flashy that you threw up. You can't rent it. The days of renting a jet and a Lamborghini and getting business out of it are over. (laughs) <laughs> Nobody's doing that. Nobody believes it, right? So you <laughs> gotta have it. you gotta have the authenticity behind it. That's building out the rest of the brand. I love it. Repeat those five one more time, and they will be in the show notes. So if you need to reference yeah. this back, because here's what I'm gonna tell you: jot these down. Uh, if you're on the treadmill or driving, don't jot them down. Just go back right. and timestamp this. Uh, but write these down and and focus on this. But go ahead and repeat them one more time for me. The five questions every great brand must answer. Number one. What sets you apart? Two, who do you serve? Three, how do you serve them? Four, what qualifies you to serve them? And five, how does it make their life better? Now, I do want to address one thing. All of those questions are not going to be answered with every piece of the brand that you see. So if you are scrolling across social media and you see a nice cover photo or a post, it's not everything you put out there is not going to answer all five questions in one shot. All the time. But the fullness of the brand should be ready to answer any of those five questions at any time. And it should be part of your overall story. So don't go crazy and think that it has to be on everything. It doesn't, but you'll, you get the picture. It's, it's a compilation of things. It's an ongoing Mm -hmm. story. I love it. I love it. And, And more than anything is, is, and I tell salespeople this all the time is like, what are your value propositions? And this kind of builds into that. And, and I tell loan officers and agents all the time is you need to, you need to practice this stuff almost as if you're going up on, on, you know, in a play on stage and you have to remember your lines. Mm-hmm. When, when you're meeting with a client for the first time or a referral partner for the first time, they're going to ask you that question and how you eloquently can respond is very important. So 
A, having them is very important. You, many of you maybe don't. And then B, really just working on studying them. And remember, this is going to evolve over time. It's not going to just be set it, forget it, and it's done forever. This is going to gradually evolve and get better and sexier and stronger yeah. and all of those things. And, and you want to make sure that you can just, you're going to a listing presentation. This is going to be a part of that. And mm -hmm. it's, that is totally going to make you stand out. I love it. I love it. And this is going to also give them, uh, we're giving them homework here. This is fun. I love giving homework because yeah. it, it means we're probably we, going to have some success, success stories that will come from this. For okay. sure. And we want to encourage them to do it, do the homework. Absolutely. It'll be Absolutely. worth it. Number four. Number, Number four. four. They settle for ditto instead of different. Right. So even on social media, they do the same things. They follow the leader instead of leading the followers. I love this. Post, ditto post, instead of different. Yeah, mm -hmm. ditto instead of different. They post, a lot of people post their closings, their listings, et cetera, but they don't infuse their brand and tell things like how they got the listing, what they had to do to get to the closing table on time, what obstacles they might have overcome to get there. That's part of their story. They can even tell the story of the people they helped get into the home. You know, these people moved from this place to this place and here's why they moved and this is what they were looking for and this is why I was such a great fit for them and that's when they know. Yeah, and, and, and more, more importantly possibly is the why someone should choose them over everyone else. You've got a shiny example there. We're obviously not telling you don't, don't post your closing pictures holding a key. I mean, you do that all day long, right? There's, there's nothing wrong with that whatsoever. But that in and of itself is not enough. If you haven't infused your brand, if you haven't infused uh, you know, a caption that says why those people chose you to work with you, then you're missing that opportunity to infuse your brand and your point of difference differentiation, your POD, uh, you, you, there's your prime opportunity to do that. But very few real estate agents ever do it. We scroll, we're on social media every day. Our team members are pulling examples where people are doing these posts and they're so synonymous. They're the same, 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 same. And so like Tanya says, and, uh, and I love it, that uh, you know, listings and closings don't make you different, no matter how many of them you have. So grab those opportunities to show your differentiation, not just be a ditto. I love it. I love it. And do you, do you uh, ever uh, want one objection that we receive and I'm sure you guys do as well is, is just that, that kind of fear of not knowing what to say. So they just gravitate to what everybody else is doing because, well, maybe I won't get criticized for that. Uh, how do you, uh, how do you help people overcome, you know, a, getting over that fear of being different. And then, you know, of course, the, the same with, with, you know, what are people going to think, or they don't care what I have to say or blah, blah, blah. You know what I'm going with that. Okay. I'll answer how we get past it. And you answer how like that they won't care. Okay. Because <laughs> okay? that's those are two perfect questions for each of us. So the first one is once they the reason people don't always know what to say and they're gun shy is because they haven't defined who they are. They haven't defined those five those answers to those five questions we were just talking about. And when they do that and the story is formulated, then that's all the messaging they'll ever need. Like you said, it will grow and it will get better and richer and deeper. It's just you've got to start somewhere and most people don't even know where to start. And once they get that story dialed in, that gives them a whole lot of direction. It's like standing at a crossroads. It's which way do I go? Well, if the story's written, you know exactly which way to go. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I love it. Yeah. 
and you know to that point just get over it look because uh, yeah you know we're all human we you know we all like like i think about my daughter uh, my youngest i took her to dc back when she was a kid right and we rent these bicycles we're riding around our nation's capital and we get with, with this group and she runs off the little curb and then just like tumbles like tum, 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 tum. and she stands up of course you know your kid right and I'm, I'm looking at her and she could crack at any minute and so everybody's like oh you okay are you okay like that and of course the more of that that happens right the more anxious she becomes i just walked over and put my hand on her shoulder and i said are you hurt and she said no and i said okay we'll leave your ego right there and get on your bike and let's go and it was over just like that right <laughs> we got let it go like folks just if you're honest and you're and you uh full of authenticity about this if you're in real estate but for the real reasons right letting the money follow you not the money be the reason if you're there to help those people and and you show that point of differentiation you're not going to say anything wrong like yeah. and nobody's going to criticize so you for true. that. Uh, and, and then if they do criticize you for that, you need to pat yourself on the back because that person is really jealous of the fact that you got a point of differentiation and you're doing business. Mm -hmm. That's true. Yeah. It's so. an inevitability. You will have quote unquote haters. But the way I looked at that when, when I was doing this was that's my opportunity to shine. It's yeah. my, it's my opportunity to screw up and mouth off back and look like a dumbass, or it's my opportunity to respond with kindness and A, make the other followers who are paying attention kind of have my back and they're watching and they're like, wow, what this is amazing. Like, even though this jerk off said some ignorant thing and he responds with kindness, I like that person. So you, you got to look at that stuff as opportunity. You do, and, and Michael, you said it, just get over it. Yep. You, you have to commit. And, and, yep. and, and if it was easy, everybody would be doing it. The reason why not everybody is doing it is because it's not easy. Right. Uh, and so that's, it, it, I can't, I can't stress that enough. You just have to power through and you have to commit. If you want to do this, go all in. You have to it up. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Go and different it, or go and listen, it course. works. So that at the end of the day, like you're not taking a gamble. Like you're not the first guy to strap on a parachute and jump out of a plane. Like I, it works. So, you know, there's other humans ahead of you that are doing it and it's working. So yeah. I've always felt like that, not was nearly, that was a good way to look at anything. That is you know? so true. It's not nearly as bad as jumping out of a plane. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> we can well, so, we some might that. disagree on the video part of it. But. Well, that is true. true. That is true. That part is so true. <laughs> But that's the same. I have the same response for them. Get over it. Yeah, go do yeah, it, yeah. man. That's the way of the future. I love so it. number five, uh, people rely on their brokerage for their branding. All right. Doesn't my broker have a brand or even worse? Uh, we read this goofy article uh, not too long ago where this guy's like, don't you know, it's going to cost you millions to build your brand. You know, your brokerage has already done that. It's stupid to do this. Uh, Tanya says it best. You build your brand with every handshake. You build your brand with every email that you send out, every post, every, like, impression. every impression is a brand building impression. If you do it correctly. Uh, my own story is that you can, you know, proves you can brace the brokerage brand and own your personal brand at the same time. I, I believe in that, but I, I am a volitionist at heart, right? I'm the type of person that says, look, I ain't here to teach you my way necessarily and how to live your life. And I'm not judging you for the way you live your life. Like that's your business. Then, and I don't want you judging me for my business. I feel like if you open up the freedom to people, then they, you attract the people that you want and they are going to carry your brand with you. 
right? I don't think that 150,000 warriors followed Genghis Khan because they worshiped Genghis Khan. I think he gave them the opportunity to be themselves and what they were. And by doing that, he subjugated 30 million acres and 3.6 million people and created the first mail system and a national language and a national monetary system. It's no different in a small indie brokerage like what I have. Every one of my agents are free to come into the brand face program and work a brand of their own. Because I know that if they are investing their time and their money and we don't give it to them for free, because if, if you if you don't put a little skin in the game, you probably aren't going to be successful because you're not committed. But every one of them that do that, they shine and shine and shine. And I know they're taking my brokerage ideals and brands with them everywhere that they go. And I can tell you, I'm hitting at about 47% of the people of, that I have in my brand, my program, my brokerage that have paid for and bought the brand face program and worked it. If you pulled any one of them out, they do more business than all the rest of them mm -hmm. put together. And uh, it's because they're committed to that brand and letting the rest of the world understand why they're different. Right. Even though they fly underneath mine and we've never had a broker that had a problem with that. We, out of all of the agents we've worked with brokers realize that if that agent's willing to invest in themselves, we find those brokers push more investment into them. Yep. I agree. And, you, and the other reality is too, folks, a lot of you listen to this today, your broker probably sucks at this too. And that's so you're, you're not necessarily being taught there. It's, that's what spawns some of our side businesses is because we realize that and, and people need to be taught. And most brokers are not using video. Most brokers haven't right. built a brand for themselves. And, you know, the reality is, is you said it in the beginning, I think it was you, Michael, that said that or both of you might've even said this, they're not doing business with your, with the logo on your shirt. Right. That's just where you, choose right. to park your business but that's right. you know it's that and, and guess what i don't know the stat on this but how many agents switch brokerages how many times over the course of their career right you know and so you you want to brand yourself so first of all if you're with a broker who says you're not allowed to personally brand yourself i want you to to pack up your things and get the hell out of there asap because like, the box to work you are on a dead <laughs> end yes, you're on a dead end street right now uh, but that, that's important. That's very it's important. Very important. It's very important. It and it's is, absolutely yeah. true. You know, I, I was raised by, I worked for people. I had, had the opportunity to work for people. All of us probably have a story like that. I, you know, the greatest people are people that want what is best for you. And the greatest brokers are the brokers that want, wants what is best for you. We set the guide, the rails up, right? The guide, the, the guidelines, if you will. Uh, how you navigate inside of that, it, you're free to do. And the freer you are to do that, the better you do in business. I, I'm a huge believer in it. Love it. Are we on to number six? We're on to number six. Yeah. All right. They choose, <laughs> number six, they choose to market before their brand is built. Probably one of, probably the biggest. Yes. Um, you know, I can't tell you the times we'll be on the phone, we're talking to people and they're like, well, I just need to do some marketing, then get, then get, you know, a couple of deals and then work on my brand. That's like leaving the house without putting your clothes on. Like there, you, you, you're, you're not that you've literally put the cart in front of the horse and you're not going anywhere. Right. He's not going to push you. He'll pull you anywhere you want to go, but he's not going to push you. And, uh, and people are out there advertising to help you build their brand. And it's a little bit of a trap that people get into right now. And Jeff, you know, this as much as anybody, because you do this type of thing. There's a lot of people out there's like, build your brand. You can go to realtor.com and they'll say, and you can click on there for resources and say, build your brand. And they're going to take you a place where you can redo your website. 
Well, that's not building a brand. That's building a that's website. That's promoting a brand. That's pro- could be promoting a brand after that brand is built out correctly, but it's not building the brand. It's, um, it's you know, those are what you need in order to promote your brand and building your brand is first, should be first. And, and I think that's too why so many agents get blinded by these shiny marketing objects, right? Mm-hmm. Sure. They, and they scramble to hit that next social media craze, the next lead gen tool, the CRM, video production tool, whatever. But there's no brand, there's no differentiation, there's no strategy. I mean, first of all, I got to say kudos for being out there and doing it. Yeah. Hats off to you, right? But if you're just out there doing what everybody else is doing, you'll just work yourself to death to get noticed. Mm -hmm. And it's missing the main ingredient that you need, which is what sets you apart from everybody else. You've got to define that. Uh, We say, build your brand first, then promote it. And I think a lot of people get those two flipped around. They do. I did it for years. Look, I'm, I'm guilty of these things. I, you know, I've been, I've been in the real estate business for 28 years, did not see success uh, until the last 10 of that. Uh, four of that was something handed to us. It was a problem. It was a nationwide problem. It turned into a worldwide problem that we had to clean up the mess before we could start to rebuild. But I've always been a real estate investor. I never wanted to see debacles and mortgage debacles and 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 that sort of thing. I never wanted to see my property values drop to nothing. I never, I, you know, no true investor wants to see that, right? We want those good smooth 8% returns every year, right? And a good steady incline from the left to the right. Uh, we don't get those either a lot of times. But the point that I'm making is I went a good 15 years thinking I was marketing correctly. I mean, I looked up at one point, she pointed this out to me earlier. I looked up at one point, I had three trucks on the road. They all had a different number on them. They, the, the logo was different on two of them. Then the, there was no consistency to the brand. There was no story behind why that would even be important to somebody as this rolling billboard going down the road. I had the idea of the rolling billboard. I had some numbers on there, right? But they didn't lead anywhere. It did, and it did not help me. It did not grow my business on a on a strategic way, year over year over year, building on those building blocks that give you sustainability forever. And a brand does that. I have a question. Give me an example. So when you when you talk about because a lot of the, some of this, it, these are taboo words, but I don't know that anybody may full, fully understand. So give us an example of what an agent does that would be, that would constitute marketing before branding. Okay. So it goes back to one of the points, which is they, they promote their purpose or the profession instead of their purpose. So in other words, you go out and just buy ads, right? You, you, you buy a lead gen program or you buy ads and you want to generate leads, but what kind of leads are you generating, right? What's the message you're putting out there? And, and if you don't really have it dialed in, you're just using the same kind of message as everybody else. Hey, if you or somebody, you know, wants to buy or sell a home, right. Or interest rates are low, you know, jump in now, or I can help you. Yeah, I've got buyers. I can help. Everybody's using those kind of things, but it needs to go a little deeper than that. And there's nothing wrong with marketing, but I'm telling you, it's going to work a heck of a lot better for you if you've got your story and your brand dialed in first, because how on earth would you even know what to put in your marketing or where to market? Unless, first of all, you know who it is you're trying to market to, and what is it about you, that point of differentiation that is also attractive to that person you're trying to pull in. Mm -hmm. So you've got to know those things in order to market effectively and efficiently. 
I love it. I love it. And, and by the way, let me mention to everybody listening today. So they have a website called brandfacescore.com. It's all one word, brandface, which is their company, the, the, the word score, S-C-O-R-E.com, where you can go and put in your information, your criteria to determine what is your brand? What does your brand look like? Why don't you explain what that looks like yeah. and how somebody would best yeah, utilize that? We're going to score your brand. That's pretty much how simple as it is, is. We'll be able to look at that and tell you how your brand is representing you or where it may use some improvement, where it may need some improvement. And we'll tell you exactly where it needs improvement. Where Where is it missing some of the critical elements of branding? So you'll know exactly where you're missing something. I love it. And is that like a scale of one to 10 or what is it? What is it like? Yeah, I think, you know, it goes from one to eight and then eight to 15 and then 15 to like 20 something. It's, it's in three or four, I think it's broken up in four different areas. So when you come in and you put your information in and you maybe upload a, like maybe your business card, or you give us a link to your business Facebook page or real estate website, things like that, we can take a look at that and tell you what it's missing. Is it missing differentiation? Have you got the differentiation, but you're not consistent? Are you consistent, but you're missing, you know, your story. I mean, there are various different things that have to uh, have to be in the brand. And it actually gives you a great indication of whether your brand is doing everything for you that you deserve. Yeah, because like, for, for instance, a tiny mistake people make all the time. They may build out a website right, but they may have all their followings on social media and it's not right at all. Mm -hmm. Well, what good is the website? Right. I mean, that's your CPU. That's where you should be sending everybody all the time on purpose. You're never going to get rich on Facebook. Get off of get your people off of Facebook. Get them to your domain. Get them to where they do business with you, where they learn about you, not where they're competing. You're competing with something else that's going to catch their eye. You want, And so that's one of the places that like people make a lot of mistakes on. We need to build our social media following, but we're only building it to get them off of it and get them over to something you control because then you can begin engagement with those people engagement that really matters. So that turns into a paycheck. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Facebook and the social media platforms are essentially billboards, but, yeah. but, but 10 X more powerful than a billboard because you, you can be in front of them every, it doesn't matter what roads they're driving. As long as they go to the app, if you're playing the game correctly, they're always seeing you and that's the name yes. of the game, but you're right, Michael, yeah. like the execution of taking them from, follower to customer happens through websites and it's it's the next step down the road and and but like you say it starts with building the brand first building that identity getting to be known getting people to like you then once you've established that it becomes a hell of a lot easier to now create all of the back end where you can just capture 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 and retarget and do all these fun things and this is good man so Okay, so so the six things. Let me recap them. Uh, a, a lack of a personal brand, lack of uh, just just showing your personal life, authenticity, uh, pushing profession instead of purpose, settling for the three amigos of branding, ditto instead of different, rely on your brokerage for branding, and then marketing before your brand is built. Those are the six things that you might be doing wrong. Uh, so I already mentioned you can go to brandfacescore.com. Uh, two things that to, to wrap up. Uh, one, any parting thoughts? And two, uh, where's the best place besides that, that that people can go follow you and find you, maybe connect with you? Uh, so give us both of those. 
Okay, I'll do the, you can do Please. the last piece of advice. How All about right. that? that okay, fun. so the best place to reach us and, and to find content that you're not going to find anywhere else because we spend a lot of time there is our Facebook group, Build Your Real Estate Brand. Build your real estate brand. That's it, guys. And when you get in there, there is there's going to be content. We do. We we Michael will take um, questions from agents, maybe maybe some that their own broker doesn't have time to answer because heaven knows he's got some answers. <laughs> and and we do a lot of teaching in there and a lot of uh, engaging back and forth. So build your real estate brand. Yeah. And where can we? And where do you guys spend your most time? Where are you doing most of your posting on social if they want to follow you? Instagram and TikTok right now. Nice. And we just started a TikTok strategy not long ago. We're pretty new into that and we're enjoying it so far, actually. And we're late to the party because we swore we were going to do it the last time we were on your we show. We learned it from you, Jeff. We did learn it from you. And uh, and I know you would applaud us, but at the same time thinking, man, you're late. <laughs> but, <laughs> you you okay. know what? Still very few better, adopters. Better Still late very than few never. Adopters. Yeah. 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 We've enjoyed it very, very much. And, uh, and Instagram, we spent a lot of a lot of time there too. So, so Facebook group, Instagram, and TikTok, those are the three big ones for us. Fantastic. Yeah. Awesome. And Parting you know, thoughts. There's a, good, there's a good lesson in that too, Jeff. Uh, you know, we learned the importance of TikTok from you and following your advice. And uh, it was on our plan from day one. And so you just work, you never leave that plan, right? You just work, get to it when you can get to it. You race as fast as you can, and but you never take it off. There's never a day that you're like, ah, oh, let's skip TikTok, right? No, it's been on our list and we've been whittling stuff to get to it since day one. And not, so, not to mention you put the strategy in place and then you employ it, exactly. the strategy. Very so important. that's important. That's important too. It's just like building the brand before you put it out there. Yep. And I, I think for parting gifts, it's the same for me always. Be bolder. Uh, for heaven's sakes, be bold about what you're doing and why, and why that matters to your clients. Because guess what it does? Long before you can sell a house, sell a mortgage, sell a rake, you have to sell yourself. And they have to know why that's important to them. So be bold, for heaven's sakes. That's right. That's a, that is the, that's a great way to end. And you know what? If, if nothing else, go to brandfacescore.com and go get yourself checked out. Listen, if you aren't willing to do that, you are basically crawling under a rock and saying, I'm just going to go ahead and hide from this forever. But if you listen this long, I don't think that's the way you think. So go do it. You have nothing to lose. Yeah, sure. You're going to get in their funnels. Guess what? It's going to be a funnel of great, valuable content. Uh, I'm actually going to do it. So when you guys see me come through, let's see how this, uh, let's see how this goes. I promise I won't, I won't, uh, I think I'm probably at the higher end of the spectrum, but even I don't have a good website. I'm, I'm rebuilding it right now. Um, so technically I don't have one at the moment. So uh, it's interesting that, that it's, which is, which is, uh, which is a testament. You always need to be scaling it up and evolving mm -hmm. and changing. And it doesn't matter how much I'm doing. I always feel like I need to be doing more. Yeah. And, um, and that's how I want, all of our listeners to feel because that's, that's what success tastes like. And that's, that's the route you have to go. So you guys, this has been awesome. Tanya, Michael, with this is uh, as, as always our little annual get together. I appreciate both of you. This has been fun. And I look forward to seeing, uh, well, first of all, seeing how many people jump on this and see how many people get their, get their brand scored. And then uh, from there, I'm looking forward to the next time we connect because this is always, uh, this is always a lot of fun. We love it. Same yeah. here. We, we appreciate you, you, Jeff. So much. Thanks for all you've taught us. Too. Absolutely. Thank you, guys. Today's podcast is brought to you by Follow a Boss. Follow a Boss is 
The real estate CRM that turns every agent into a top performer. Follow-up boss is packed with features, but it's intuitive and easy to use. So agents love working with it and it integrates with everything. Use multiple lead sources. Guess what? Follow-up boss keeps them all organized. Want to try new marketing channels? Switch website providers? Plug them right into Follow-up Boss. Visit followupboss.com forward slash lab code to see how Follow-up Boss helps you close more deals. That's followupboss.com forward slash lab code. Lab Code Agents Podcasts.